All right, and uh, welcome to another show of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie, and we have a special guest on board today, and uh, once again, uh, Way, it's Way Jennings, and uh, Way, welcome aboard, and uh, are you are you living in Nashville? Uh, no, I live in Pennsylvania. What? Yep. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> no way, yep. we're part of Pennsylvania. Uh, Central Pennsylvania. Same here. Really? We're right near Hershey. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that is too funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, probably, it probably would have been a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, so, I mean, you don't have to give too much detail, but like what part of Central PA? Um, what county? What county? Uh, I think Blair County. I oh, okay. okay. Oh, wow. That is so funny. Wow, that's cool. I'm looking yeah. up at all your dates and they're all kind of in the Nashville and Tennessee area and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, oh, he's probably based out in Nashville, like most of the country artists are and stuff. And sure enough, you're right down the road from us. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> That's uh, awesome, man. That's great. Um, yeah. Cool. I like so, living in Pennsylvania. Um, what well, well, brought awesome. you to Pennsylvania? Oh, I fell in love with a woman. Actually, uh, I came up here for a concert about, say about four or five years ago. And I met my manager, Tammy, down here. Uh, she'd put on a concert in the caves down here uh, mm -hmm. in Alexandria. Okay. The Huntington area. And um, yep. I asked her to be my manager when I came down here, and she said no. <laughs> but uh, she kept booking shows for me and stuff, so I kept coming back around. Ah. And uh, then me and my buddy Dog put together this band out of Atlanta, and it turned out his wife lived him and his wife lived in Pennsylvania too. <laughs> so I went out to Western Pennsylvania to stay with him and his wife, and I met his stepdaughter, and we kind of fell in love, and we ended up getting married. Wow! Got out. Bought a house, and you know the whole story. You know. Yep, yeah. I hear you. Got it. So now I'm in Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, welcome. Well, to hey, welcome to Pennsylvania, buddy. <laughs> We're good to have yeah, you. I love it up here. Yeah, it is Especially nice. The fall, man. The fall is beautiful up here. Yeah, winter yeah, not so much, but yeah, I can go with the fall a little bit. No, no, I love the snow, man. Oh, I always figured yeah. it was going to be blistering cold up here, which yeah. it is. Don't get me wrong; it is. Yeah. It, cold. It, it can be. It can be. Down in Texas, when it gets cold down there, it's like a sharp cold that cuts right through you. Oh, really? Up here, it's kind of more of a fluffy cold. It's cold <laughs> as hell. Don't get me wrong, but with the snow and all, it's just sort of. It's a lot better. Yeah, I mean, I, don't mind being cold here. I did mind being cold in Texas. Okay, <laughs> you, got, you got me excited now because, uh, you know, I was like, nah, I don't know if I'm ever gonna get a chance to see this guy. He kind of tours out towards that way a lot, but I mean, if you're in Pennsylvania, there's got to be some Pennsylvania dates coming up at some point. Well, I'm supposed to be playing at Jaffa Shrine in Altoona sometime. Okay, okay. I was supposed to be playing there with Confederate Railroad. Oh, but, yeah, uh, he's getting pushed off because of the COVID situation, but mm -hmm. hopefully, here yeah. pretty soon we'll get that date in. Yeah, I actually That's got awesome. to see Confederate Railroad uh, at a uh, fairgrounds before they even made it big. Really? And, yeah, and uh, this was uh, many years ago, and I can remember them playing, and it's like, you can just listen to somebody and say, wow, these guys sound professional. They're going to make it sometime. Oh, yeah, man. Danny Shirley's a cool dude, man. Me and yeah. him are pretty good. That is cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, hey, so uh... – yeah, so Way, I'm just going to say Way, Way Jennings real quick. We're talking to Way Jennings, and we'll kind of get into your history and your background here a little bit, but let's give out your uh, your social media stuff. You're on Facebook, Way Jennings, uh, Instagram, Way Jennings, 
Twitter, TikTok, all that kind of fun stuff. I've seen you on there. And you have a website, wayjennings.com. You have all your, you have your bio in there. You have a little bit about your tour dates and stuff and such. Um, yep. So December 17th, you'll be at Bold Patriot Brewery uh, for a country Christmas. And uh, you said you're playing with some people there, right? Yeah, Kristen's Tough Scott and um, Avery Robertson. Okay. Bang Productions is just putting it on. And, Bang and then the next night. Too. Oh, yeah, and the then, next night we're going to be at the yeah. Nashville Palace with Tom Wopat for Cooter's Christmas Party. Yeah, That's you awesome. had mentioned that. And it's like Tom Wopat from Dukes of Hazard. I mean, how did you guys get hooked up? Oh, really? Uh, I met Ben Jones out in Luray, Virginia. Yes. He asked me to come out and do a small show for him out there and play with his band, the, Coo the Cooter's Garage Band. Okay. We hit it off really good. I mean, uh, oh, he's a nice guy. 30 times since then. And they're like family to me now. Him and Alma, they're really great folks. Yep. Um, and, uh, I... they, they booked me to do a couple of their uh, hazard fests. And uh, out there, I met Tom Wopat and Catherine Bach. And okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, then I met John Snyder down the road. I did a show with him out in Louisiana for his uh, uh, Bose Extravaganza. Okay. So the Dukes of Hazard family has become a pretty big part of my life. Yeah, it sounds like it. Well, obviously, you know, Will and uh, your grandfather <laughs> kind of had a pretty big song to, to go with the Dukes of Hazard, right? Oh, boys, yeah. <laughs> and who doesn't know that song? I mean, obviously. I mean, that's, that's uh, what a song. Um, hey, you mentioned uh, mentioned playing with John a little bit. Um, just by chance, you happen to know Jay Edwards as well, too. Yeah, Jay Edwards is a good friend of mine, too. Uh, Matter of awesome. fact, my band, before I, before I just went straight to Way Jennings, I used to call yeah. my band in Way Jennings and the Cold Moses Express. And uh, I met Jay Edwards probably about three or four years ago. We did a show out in uh, Punta Gorda, I believe is where it was. Okay. Punta Gorda, Florida. Yep. It was a festival out there. And he had this album out called Cold. Yep. And I told him it looked like Moses, you know. What I mean? so, <laughs> so I said, you ought to call yourself Cold Moses. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't think that was a good idea. So I just gave my band that. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was go way back. Oh, yeah. yeah awesome. We got to chat with Jay a little while ago. And uh, oh, my. Yeah, he was a real nice guy. He was he was fun to talk with. He's one of the best singers I've ever heard in my life, man. Oh, Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. He Amazing, is. Dude. Yeah, he really is. yeah. You wouldn't expect you wouldn't expect that looking at him, but as soon as he opens up his mouth, man, that, that he's just yeah, just great soulful voice. Like, oh my gosh, you know. He came out and did a few uh, songs at my CD release party out at Nashville Palace a couple years back. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I was really honored to have him out there, man. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You had mentioned sure. uh, about playing with uh, Ben Jones and such with his uh, band, and uh, uh, I got to meet him as well, and it was just by freak accident uh, I was driving uh, from I was coming back from vacation and I was driving through Virginia to get back to Pennsylvania and uh, and I saw this place along the side of the road and it had the Dukes of Hazard car it had uh, the Cooters tow truck out front and I was like yep. what the heck is this place <laughs> so uh, so I pulled into the parking lot and I walked in and, uh, and sure enough Ben Jones himself was standing in the back corner of the store uh, his wife was behind the uh, cash register and his daughter was even scooping ice cream. And I'm like, what the heck? And, uh, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. And I got to talking with him and uh, oh my, he, you couldn't have been a, couldn't have met a more laid back guy than him. 
Yeah, he's great, man. He's really yeah. nice. He produced my um, Live in Nashville Palace album. Oh, nice. He's the one who helped me that. And every album I've recorded since then has been at that place you went to in Luray, Virginia. Oh, wow. Okay. They got, they got a recording studio in there. It's called the Good Old Boys Recording Studio. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Meadows has helped me quite a bit. And he's he's his bass player, but he's also the producer of all the material that comes out of there. Very nice. Very nice. It's Oh, my gosh. It's a small world, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a really cool bunch of folks, man. Yeah, most so, definitely. Big news on on the uh, well, you, I guess just got announced actually. Dirt Rock Empire, you are yeah. now uh, under their under their wing. I guess we could say, right? <laughs> yes, that's what you can yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I met uh, them out at Blackfest this last year, and I really enjoyed talking to them, to Clay and them. Mm -hmm. And uh, we uh, talked to my manager and a buddy of mine, David, and they helped me out quite a bit because I don't really know much about the business end of things. You know what I mean? But yeah. I know a lot of people who do. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. But so we what? come to an agreement and we signed with them, and uh, it's been going great so far. We recorded three videos this last weekend. Mm -hmm. it's coming out in 2022, um, and everything's just been going great, man. I love it. And that that new album's coming out. You're you're mentioning there with the videos. It's uh, if it wasn't for the sinning, yes, and. Do you have a certain amount of albums you're going to be doing with this on this deal or or kind of how's that laid out? Is it just a yearly thing or? Um, we're just kind of going with the flow at the moment. You know, what I, mean? I don't really want to get particulars of it all. No, but, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But it's going to be it's going to be. Probably the biggest year I've ever had this year. So that's awesome. That's awesome. It. Now, how long have you been in the business? I've been doing this for about a decade. Okay. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't say I've been in the business that long. <laughs> I've been playing music that long. Uh, I started out kind of not knowing nothing and just running around booking shows for bottom dollar, mm -hmm. doing as many as I could around the country, you know. Now, and, uh, with, with your lineage, do you feel any type of pressure to um, not only perform, but to put on an amazing show? Or, you know, what, what's the uh, pressure from playing and performing? Well, there's not any really pressure, you know. I mean, I mean, people are gonna expect what they're gonna expect, you know. But right. I am who I am, and I just do what I do. You know, I've always sort of like had that aspect of it. I've always tried my best to put on the best show I can. I mean, I've never tried to be Waylon Jennings. I do play a lot of his music. You know, I love mm -hmm. his music. I'm not only sure. his grandson, grandson, but I love his music. You know, you're also You're a fan, fan as well. <laughs> fan. Huge fan. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Now, was he around a lot when you were uh, growing up? Uh, quite a bit. You know, he was on the road just like I am. You know, he wasn't, mm -hmm. it wasn't like I was at his table every Sunday or nothing like that. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I got to see him as much as I could. I mean, I got to see him when he came to town because I was raised by my mother. You know, we lived in, out in Dallas, Texas most mm -hmm. of my life. So I seen him when he came to Billy Bob's. I seen him in hotels. I seen him in like Branson, Missouri. I went to his house for Christmases and Easter's and stuff. No oh, neat. He was a great grandfather and a great man. Yeah. But I didn't see him as, mo as much as most folks see their grandparents, you know. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. And I guess um, according to your bio on your website, there you, you kind of got your start actually with with your grandmother, right? Well, it was my grandfather, but it was my grandma's fault. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> She come off stage with a microphone in her hand. She always used a wireless mic, you know. She sat it down in a chair, and I just kind of grabbed it and ran out on stage with it. Okay. 
I'm surprised everybody. But from that time forward, every time I see my grandfather, he called me out on stage. And it was all fun for most of my most of my childhood, but I turned 13 and he called me out there and I froze like a deer in headlights. <laughs> oh no. So at that point I decided to go get a job. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Wow. So what, I worked what were on you the doing? for about 10 years before okay. I started my music career. Okay. So um, it, yeah, go ahead. Was it, pretty, was it pretty commonplace for some of uh, your grandfather's friends to just stop on by when you were there? Like, I don't know, like like the Chris Christoffersons and the Johnny Cashes and the. Well, that, like, that's a common misconception right there. I mean, they hung out, you know, I mean, okay. time, time and again here and there, but it wasn't like they was all hanging out at the house. Okay. All the time, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everybody had their own careers. Everybody had their own things they were doing. Yeah. I mean, there was quite a few people at my grandfather's house for his birthday parties and stuff like that. But it wasn't right. like to stop by there on Tuesday and all the, all of his rowdy friends were over there and nothing like that. I got you. All his rowdy, I can love it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a very big common misconception. I mean, yeah. everybody had their own careers, their own lives, and they did their own things, man. It was very rare they were all in one place at one time. So so with you just signing this uh, new label, what where are the expectations of you? I mean, because you're living in Pennsylvania now. Are they going to expect you to be somewhere else anytime soon? Or can you do a lot of things from, from exactly where you're sitting now? Oh, I don't hardly do anything from where I'm sitting right now, except relax, you know? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm usually on the road. I'm hardly ever home. So oh, really? I just got back from Alabama and let's see, I did Alabama and then I did Virginia. And next week I'll be in Nashville. A lot of times I'm out in Arizona. A lot of times I'm out. I'm just all over the place, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very rare I'm at the house. Yeah, it sounds like it. My gosh. So so how often are you home? Well, I usually do about four dates a week, usually. Okay. But this year is going to be a little different. This year we're trying to lay it out in tours. So um, mm-hmm. most of my career, I've just booked all the shows I could and went and did them, you know? Mm-hmm. Depending on no matter where they were going to be or whatever, we try to route it as well as possible. Sure. Like I do Daytona bike, Daytona, Daytona bike week every year. Okay. I do service every year. I do. There's a lot of things I do every year. You know. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, those are big events. <laughs> Hazard Fest, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those cool. are big events. What um, with this new album coming out, like is um. Do you have any idea when we're going to be able to hear some of these singles that might be popping up? Um, I'm thinking early part, the early part of the year. I mean, right now everybody's trying to get through Christmas and the holidays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know? So we just got the videos recorded. My album just got mastered. Um, all the music should be to them by after Christmas sometime. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll be putting it all together. There's three music videos and two lyric videos coming out. So. Mm-hmm. It should be, and we're going to scatter those out throughout the year. So it's going to be, I can't really give it a date on it right now, but if you just keep an eye on my social media, all every, every bit of information we get will be on there when we can, when we get it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll be able to find your social media uh, all at Wade Jennings. I mean, your TikTok, your Twitter, your Instagram, your Facebook, it's all right there. And I'm yeah. sure you'll probably have information on your website as well. And that's yeah. uh, Wade, WadeJennings.com. Um, well, I was going to ask something. I just had a brain freeze here. How you got some? <laughs> well, yeah. um, I was actually going to ask, you know, with uh, your name, Wade, I mean, that's that's kind of that's about as a perfect of a name for someone who wants to go on stage and start singing. Is that your 
birth given name or is that something you use for your stage name? No, it's my birth name. That's okay. Just about anything other than my real name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never got to know the real reasoning behind it. My dad said it was because he found it on the back of a cereal box. My oh, really? Said she got it from Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that story was on the back of a, a cereal box. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like whey protein, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. They sell me by the book at Walmart. <laughs> I mean, in a way, it is kind of an homage to your grandfather, too, though, you know. Yeah, it's half of his name. Right. Yeah. So so that I mean that's that's at least cool, you know, the cool part of it. Um, I do know what I was gonna ask you is um I guess are are you close with your uncle shooter or yeah, we're pretty close. I mean, we talk to each other from time to time, yeah whenever we get a chance. Mm -hmm. I just wonder, I saw him in concert and uh, great show, loved watching him. Um, and uh, I guess he had a little bit of a, a role uh, in the Walk of Line movie, I guess, right? He was playing, he yeah, played he your did. grandfather in that movie. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So I, I didn't know, I didn't know if you had any insight or if you were around for any of that type of stuff or. Um... At that point in time, I was still working on a cotton farm. I mean, I didn't even have no aspirations of being a musician. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't, I, and I don't, and you don't need to, divulge if you don't want to but i wasn't sure exactly what your age was so oh i'm 40 okay are you okay yeah 40 years old i'm getting kind of a late start at it but you know it is what it is yeah i worked on a cotton farm until i was 30 so oh wow my mom got sick she asked me to do something in music so i went about it the complete wrong way and i just sort of got on facebook met some people who wanted to put on some shows yeah. The very first show I ever did was a David Allen Cole benefit in Louisville, Kentucky, after he wrecked his car. Oh, wow. And uh, I did that. And I played a few bars and then I started playing a lot of bars and I was booking for next to nothing, man. Pretty much gas money, you know? Yeah. Just to but get out there and play, right? It took a lot to learn how it actually works. So, what was the biggest struggle to get to where you are now? Us. Uh, to get to where I'm at right now, uh, probably conquering drug addiction. <laughs> mm. Okay. Mm. I was a drug addict and alcoholic for about 27 years. Oh, wow. So, I've been sober now for two years. So oh, I feel good. good Congrats. Congrats on that. Thank you. Wish you the best, and I hope you keep keep going down that path. I, I know that's a tough thing when you get involved in that. It's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle every day. And uh, Actually, I, it I ain't guess... been that big of a struggle here lately, man. Now that I'm sober and I got all my kids with me and everything, Life has been a lot better. I mean, I didn't I don't even know why I spent that much time doing what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But that's awesome. That's awesome. That's good to hear. I don't ever think about it. I mean, people can drink around me and all this stuff and they don't bother me no more. So Okay, good. That's, that's great, man. That's great. Hey, I, yeah. I don't know your whole family heritage, but you know, obviously your your grandfather dealt with that as well. Um yeah. and I know I know sometimes that can kind of be a hereditary thing. So um mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah, I wish you the best and I hope I hope everything keeps going good for you, bud. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, man, I'm married with children. I got a house. I got a vehicle. I got everything I need. So. Plus, you're living in Pennsylvania. What more do you need? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no plows. What I need. There you go. Soon. Soon. It's coming. That's true. Coming. Oh, yeah. Big yellow shovel in front of my house. That I use. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, man. we've been lucky so far. We've been dodging the snowflakes so far, so. No, I've been waiting for it. Every time I've left town, I'm like, I'm going to come back to some snow. <laughs> I've come back and it's just been cold. No well, snow. It's supposed to be in the 50s this weekend, so don't look for snow this weekend. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's going to be a little warm. That's what I, I walked out on my front porch earlier. Last night, it was cold. Yeah, it was. I walked out on my front porch today and it's sunny. I don't know what's going on. With the <laughs> 
Yeah, that's called Pennsylvania weather there, bud. <laughs> oh, man. So when you sign this label, um, what, what are their expectations of you at this point in time? Like, do you have to put out a certain amount of uh, songs or albums or what? Well, I'm not so sure how that go. I had an album already recorded whenever I signed this deal. So I really don't want to get into all, I'm not so sure what I'm supposed to talk about and what I'm not. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't really want to talk about that too much. Fair enough. But, um, I have signed with Dirt Rock and we've been working on a lot of cool things. And uh, hopefully you'll see everything you need to see here coming up in the next <laughs> few months. Good. I look forward to it. Definitely. So. I, I did get a chance to listen to um, the album you released, I guess it would have been last year, The Gypsy Soul. And yeah, um, yeah the, the song that I really enjoyed that you did there when it was Lead Me Home. Mm. Um, do you have a little insight on that? Kind of where you, did you write that song, first of all? Or Yeah, I wrote that song. Um, OK. After my daddy passed, you know, what I mean, and after my daddy passed, brought up a lot of memories when my mama passed, you know, mm. Realized I was kind of like an orphan. <laughs> now, yeah. And I was out in Florida with my buddy, uh, Rusty. And the band that opened up for it, which was a weird situation, they had a full band opening up for me and my guitar player. But they had mm. this voice box thing that they sang through, you know, that they push a button yep. and it sounded like, sounded like a bunch of different people singing instead of just yep. one person. Yep, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yep. I've, I've never been big on using those myself, but as a joke, I pushed it. And I just yelled, Lord Almighty. And it just wrong, you know? Yeah. So I just kept going with it. And I just kept making up lyrics. And my guitar player joined in playing guitar. And I just made up enough lyrics to it was a whole song. And luckily, Get somebody, out. luckily somebody had been recording it. So I just went back and I learned it. And I put it on an album. So that's how Isn't that, that incredible? <laughs> that is so cool. What a story. It was literally a gift from God. Yeah, right. This all came to you as you're just sitting there messing around, really. I mean, was was this was this like kind of like during sound check or was this actually during the show or it was actually during the show? Well, the show, it wasn't really like a big show show. It was at a bar and uh -huh. it was just everybody having a good time. And I was still drinking at that point in my life. Mm -hmm. And uh I was up there joking around, you know, because you know, I, I like to converse with the audience and stuff in my shows. Right. And, uh, it just sort of came out of nowhere. I started singing. My guitar player jumped in there and started playing guitar, and it just sort of all worked out. <laughs> that is so cool. I and mean, it just came to you like that. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah. That's like, actually, um, and, and what is your guitar player's name again? His name at the time, his name was Rusty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. He doesn't play with me all the time. He plays with me every once in a while, though. Okay. Gotcha. And that kind of re that reminds me of these... Um, these rap artists that do these freestyles, I guess they call them or whatever, just kind of whatever comes to their head, they just rap about real quick and whether it's jabs at other people or what. And, that, and that's kind of what you just did there. I mean, just, that's exactly how I write, you know, yeah. instead, instead of it being hip hop, it's country, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's, wow, that's so cool. Guitar and I just sort of make up lyrics to the guitar and it's just how it's always worked out for me. You know what I mean? How much do you end up going back and tweaking it after you actually kind of do that? Is it probably not much, huh? A little here and there, a little here and there. You know, I mean, it don't always come out perfect. You got to go back and change it every once in a while, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a whole that's, process, you know? That's a unique writing style. I like that. That is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You know? it's whatever you're feeling, it just comes out, right? That's the best way to do it, man, because music is a very real thing to me, man. And uh, 
And if I can't make up a song about a fake situation, sure. So every, song, every song I've ever written, I've lived, you know. Mm -hmm. so. so I guess that would lead me to my next question. You're probably not too big of a fan of other people writing for you then. I have uh, one song on this next album that was written by someone else. Okay. And it's called The Gun. Ah. It was written by C.J. Garden. And when I heard that song, it, it rung through my bones, man. I just mm -hmm. I loved it. And nice. we recorded it, and the rest is history, man. It's a pretty good song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't really go out and looking for for other people's songs, you know what I mean? But when they come to me and I can feel them, I take I take them and run. Mm -hmm. There's just sometimes when people will cover a song, or not even necessarily cover it, but do somebody else's song that somebody else wrote, and just there there is a more of a connection there for some reason, and 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 I don't know why that is, but I guess it's the way they interpret the song, the way they hear it, and then perform it that way, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, we chatted with, uh, I, I, what, Brandon Davis. Yeah. And he did a, a cover of uh, uh, Garth Thunder Brooks' Rolls. song, Thunder, Thunder Rolls. Rolls. Mm -hmm. And uh, and just hearing that version of it, yeah, it just kind of like, wow, this was almost made for him. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm saying. If you, if you, you got to be able to fill a song in order to interpret it, and to make it come across like you've lived it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to have lived it. <laughs> you know yeah without a doubt you don't necessarily have to have written the song but you have to have lived the song or it's going to come across like you never lived anything like that you know what I mean? you got to know what, what, what it feels like in order to feel that you know what I mean? yeah i do what's what's the first song you remember writing first song i remember writing was actually a letter it was <laughs> to my grandfather right after he died hmm. it was called missing you um oh, cool. Wow. We've never put in any music to it. We've tried. And it just doesn't it doesn't do it justice. I yep. I've always, done it, I've always done it a cappella. And every time I try to put music to it, it comes across a different emotion than when I, the way I wrote it. So we ain't never put it out with music. Mm -hmm. But you still yeah. sing it is what you're saying? Um I sang it about a year, maybe six months ago for the first time in a couple of years. I don't really sing it for that often anymore. Mm -hmm. We get a lot of requests for it, but I'm in a different place in my head and my heart now than I was when I wrote that song. Sure. So I don't want to break it, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and that's know, almost, even it. though it's not personal, it is personal. Oh, it's a very personal song. Yeah. You know, it was a letter I wrote to my grandfather after right. he died. Right, right. I don't want it to turn into a watered down thing, you know what I mean? Yep. No, that makes complete sense for sure. I want to keep the, living the less with the life that you got you know yeah the less you do it the more real it feels every time like like i i think yeah i think i know what you're saying there yeah like you don't you don't want it now in the mindset i'm in now i mean when i first wrote that song i was heartbroken you know what i mean right. i was tore up and when i first sang that song i was still tore up mm -hmm. it's been many many years ago since we lost my grandfather and i've mm -hmm. lost a few people since then and the pain is still there but the rawness of that pain ain't there anymore. It's sort yeah. of like if you cut yourself open and you're bleeding, over over time it just turns into a scar, mm -hmm. you know? Right, right. But but the scar don't hurt like the cut did. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't want it to see I don't want it to seem like like a watered down version of itself. Yeah. That's a good analogy. I like what you just said there. That's that's a good analogy, you know. Cause you that that pain you'll never be able to recreate that pain from when it first happened no not at all you know what i mean yeah i believe that the music 
is in the moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. After you sing, like if you even with even with my grandfather, when he first wrote a song and it came out the way he even intended it to come out, it mm-hmm. came out. But over time, it changed and it grew into something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want that song to grow into nothing else. I want it to be exactly what it was when I wrote it. You know? Yeah. That's kind did of you ever get this? Did you ever get to sit down and hit with him and see how his writing process was? Not his writing process. I mean, I never had a, a man-to-man conversation with him. I only knew him as a child. Okay. You know? mm-hmm. um, I was 20 when he passed away, mm-hmm. and we hadn't talked for quite a while before he passed away because mm-hmm. I went through kind of a rough childhood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I only made it to the ninth grade, started doing drugs and alcohol, doing dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. And just, I wasn't somebody anybody would be proud of. You just put it that way. Sure. So I was kind of ashamed of myself in a lot of ways. So I didn't really keep in contact with a lot of people. You know what I mean? And then I grew older and I realized how dumb that was, but it was my own damn fault. But, you know. Yeah, but you're here today. You're alive to talk about it. And uh, and you're you're really an inspiration for a lot of people. I, I used to work in the drug and alcohol field myself. And, uh, you know, and I've seen a lot of people go down a, a rough path, uh, just like yourself and, uh, not a lot, not a lot of them make it out of there. And, uh, for you to be sitting where you are right now and, and signed to a record label and, and doing what you love doing. And, uh, I mean, yeah, you got everything to be proud of at this point. So I'm I very feel- blessed, man, man. I've been very blessed. Yeah. I don't know how I made it through the life I lived, but I did. And but you uh, did. Yep. And I'm very, well, it sounds like you got a very good support system there too. So oh, I got a great support system. I got five and- kids, a beautiful wife, a great manager, mm-hmm. a great bunch of friends. I got, I got more than anybody who's lived the way I've lived should have for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like I was forgiven. I went to rehab about two years ago and uh, I learned more in 28 days than I did in 27 years of drug addiction. Wow. Wow. I came out and uh, I'm pretty thick headed. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And I said I was done and I've been done ever since, you know. Yeah. What a story. That's, that really is great. It really is. I mean, I, I'm so happy to hear that for you because that's just, it's such a shame when you see somebody, you know, you know, and anybody in general, but in your situation, somebody that has so much talent and so much to give and just gets wasted. You know, I, you know, my father um, was a fantastic artist. He could draw, paint anything, you know, and uh, just went down the alcohol road and never got out of it and ended up having a heart attack at the age of 50 and in and out of prison. And you got, you know what I mean? It was just, Mm -hmm. it was just bad. It was just bad stuff, you know? So I I know exactly what you're saying there. And it's nice to see that you, you made that turn and now everybody's able to benefit from what you have to offer us, which is a lot, because I'm, I'm loving what you're doing here, Way. Well, thank you, brother. This is my only addiction I have left. This is a nicotine <laughs> views. Ah, a, a <laughs> I, quit cigarettes. I mean, I quit everything and cigarette yeah. was the hardest. OK, yeah. I ended up having to vape to get off of cigarettes. And uh, I'm trying to get rid of I, this after New Year. But I, I think right that's now, a small sacrifice to make from where you were, though, bud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. It really is. But, you know, I'm still kicking my own ass. I even quit eating pork, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, you know it's serious now. 
there for a little while. I got addicted to quitting shit. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> hey, what can I quit this week? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but no, oh. I've got a really strong relationship with my family. I got a strong relationship with God, and I feel good about where I'm at in my life now. That's awesome. That's that's great. So if you could, so, uh, if you could pick and choose, like somebody in the uh, industry of you would who you would want to play with on stage. Who would that person be right now? I would say my family. I'd like to get something going with my family, really. I okay. Mean, Your family um, meaning? Meaning anybody in my family. I'm, I'm very strong family ties right now. Okay. I just, uh, I've gotten on stage with my daughter. I've gotten on stage with my son. I've gotten on stage with my uncle Shooter. I've gotten on stage with Struggle. I've gotten on stage with my grandma. So I guess I've gotten on stage with everybody at one time or another. Yeah, but, sounds like it. But I'd like to really, eventually, I'd like to get like a Bring family. Bring it all together, right? You know? Yeah. Sounds like a yeah, family pretty, reunion in the making. Hopefully, one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's one of the things awesome. I've got to earn, man. I mean, <coughs> I, was, I was what you call a black sheep for a long, long time. And uh, and it was understandable, you know what I mean? Because I wasn't that good of a person. But I feel like I'm a good person now, you know? Well, you seem like it. I'm a good husband. I'm a good father. I'm a good musician. I'm dependable. And I feel good about who I am today. So wow. Maybe the new day everything will work out the way I want it to. We'll see. Yeah. I think so. It sounds like everything's getting right in line here for you, honestly. You know. So um again, talking with Wade Jennings here. Um got uh all his Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all at Wade Jennings. His website is wadejennings.com. Uh be on the lookout for his new album coming out in 2022. If it wasn't for the sinning um december 17th he'll be at bold patriot brewery in uh, nashville tennessee and then uh at the nashville palace on december 18th with tom wopat for cooter's christmas party um when you did the uh, live at the nashville palace uh i guess that was released in 2019 is that right yeah um, okay that show it was right before that show i found out my daddy passed and uh Because he was supposed to be their son in his books. Because my dad wrote that book. You know, Waylon tells him I law dad. Yeah. He was, he was booked there to sign books and to talk at the event. And wow. I got a call right before that event that, that he had passed away. Wow. You know, so that was my very first performance the day after I found out my daddy passed. So. And it's recorded. And it's recorded live, yeah. Yeah. So how... <laughs> I mean, that had to be pretty emotional, no? Yeah, it was. It was the hardest performance of my life, man. I wasn't expecting it, you know. But I went out there. I had to talk, had to talk with my stepmom, Deborah, and uh, who I love very much. And um, she asked me to do Jack of Diamonds because Jack of Diamonds was a song that my daddy pitched my grandfather that he could. Mm. And uh, huh. so I did Jack of Diamonds. I learned it, it that night. And I went out there and we did it. And uh, along with a few of, a few of my songs and a couple more of my grandfather's songs. Very cool. But, yeah, I see, yeah, I see on the CD you're ended with the good old boys. So that was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did um was there was there any hesitation to playing that show at all? Was it that cross your mind? No, no. I've always let out all my all my emotions on stage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where I'm most comfortable. I'm most comfortable on stage. I mean. And it's probably the old cliche thing, like where I'm sure your dad would have said, no, you play, you play that show. 
Yeah. Right. Show must go on, man. Yeah. <laughs> it yep. It's amazing Absolutely. that uh, you're you're most comfortable on stage today, but when you were 13, it was the least most comfortable. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, that's when you know that's when boys become men, you know. Mm. And it's just I don't know. All my nerves hit me on that at that point in my life. Yeah. But when I started my music career, I was blitzed. So, you know, I had liquid courage and all that shit going on. <laughs> I'll tell you what, whenever I got sober and I got on stage, it took a couple of weeks for me to get used to that. But okay. now I'm perfectly comfortable. So it's all good. It's great. I, I was talking with Howie here before you came on. And um, I was trying, Sunday mornings, I worked at a radio station and they would play a lot of uh, country church music type things. And, um, I remember playing a couple songs by your grandmother, Jesse Coulter. Didn't she? Did she record some country gospel sea songs or something like that? Oh, or, quite a bit. She's got. A I thought so. Background. Yeah. Yes, I thought so. Hmm. Uh, I thought. I thought because I was like, man. I said, I obviously knew the name, you know, from being married to your grandfather and such. But I said, I know I played songs by her on the radio station. I know it. <laughs> Matter of fact, her most recent album was uh, was Jesse Coulter, and she sings the Psalms. You know, and mm -hmm. she put music to the Psalms, so. That was her re most recent album. Oh, neat. Yeah, she's a very, very godly woman. And uh, I thank God for her, man. She's been a very strong support system. That's great. And, uh, she's been there for me when I needed her. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Glad to hear that. So, Way, um, you know, let's let's just go over your stuff here one more time. We got all your handles, uh, Way Jennings, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Your website is WayJennings.com. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'm excited to hear your album coming out in 2022. Uh, if it wasn't for the Synod, I'm excited to hear what you got on there. Um, oh, it's going to be a great album. I mean, I, I mean, it is a great album. It's going to be great when it comes out, though. I mean, it's yes. got, got a few songs I wrote before I got sober. It's got some heartache in there. It's got some very gospel kind of things in there. It's got, I've, I cut uh, Hallelujah, and I put that on there. Okay. Wow. Wow. I've, and a bunch of songs I've written. If it wasn't for the sinning, it's a song about me. You know what I mean? How it was. How could I have ever been forgiven if it wasn't for the sinning? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, nice line. Nice line. So, yeah, I got some really good stuff in there. Heartache and Serenade was a song about a guy who did wrong and uh, mm. cheated on his woman. And she wouldn't take him back. And she could care less about him anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a very dark song. It's a beautifully written song. It's a beautifully sounding song. But it's really dark. It doesn't yeah. does not have a happy ending. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife would tell me that I'll love that song then because she gets, every time you watch a movie that has some sort of weird ending that you don't expect, like she always gets, she always wants it to be a happy ending whenever we're getting, and I, I never want that. I want it to be something where it leaves you thinking or, or wanting what happened or, you know, so yeah, I'll, I'll love to hear that. That'd be this great. song right here is like worst case scenario. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty like, heartbreaking. Like really. the last hidden, like the last hidden verse of the Thunder Rolls, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, I'm very proud of this album. I wrote, it was written before and after my sobriety. It was written and it's just a lot of different phases of me, you know, and uh, I'm proud and then, of it. I, can't I, know you're not, I know you're not sure what you're supposed to divulge here or not, but do you know if the plan is to kind of release a couple singles and then the album or the album just, in, you know, do you know how that's going to work? Or I'm pretty sure we're going to release some singles off of it. I okay. Mean, I know that the album, that the, that the uh, videos we recorded and the 
other ones are I'm not really sure how that's going to work yet. We're still okay. in the kind of the process of figuring that out. Sure. I was but just curious. It's all been made. It's all recorded. It's all mastered. It's all done. I've been filmed. It's all. We just got to figure out a game plan of what we're going to be doing with mm -hmm. it. What we, yeah. What really, what's but going just, on? But stay in touch on his social media. You know, whatever, wherever yeah. he at. You know, all his way getting. I promise you, there will be a plan divulged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just can't do it today. So. <laughs> Now that we know that you're here in Central PA, you know, next time we uh, we run into each other at the grocery store or something, you know, we'll have to say hi. You'd be surprised how many people I've met at the damn grocery store. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's got to be something to you know carry that legacy with you, man. And and you're doing a great job. And uh, to be honest, you know, you, you know, like you said, you know, shuffle and shooter and. I mean, you guys have all just done a great job on carrying on your grandfather's legacy. And, and I know he'd be proud of you guys. I know he would be. I know so. he would be too. Yeah. I mean, we're all doing our own things and we just, we're very blessed and very humble about what we do. We're not trying to ride on no coattails, but it's kind of no. hard not to be who you are. You know what I mean? It, it is. It absolutely is. You know, and uh, it, it's, you know, it's going to be hard not, you know, if you call a venue to get booked or if they call you, I mean, they're obviously going to know who you are. So. You yeah, gotta kind of use that a little bit. But... I mean, yeah. <laughs> and what's really cool is you're you're now now that you're sober, you're creating a whole new legacy for your own children. You know, so now they have someone to look up to and respect and admire and be proud of. So um, yeah, man, keep up that good work with that. that that's what keeps me keeps my head on my shoulders right there. I'm glad I, to hear that. Kids. I have five kids and. I love them all, and I want them to have a good yeah. role model. You know what I mean? Good. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's like they do, buddy. Yeah, they're, you're. You definitely got them going on the right path. So that's for sure. Okay. So, uh, what, mm -hmm. so way, um, you know, appreciate your time here. Um, again, waygennings.com, uh, waygennings on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that fun stuff. And uh, you know, as we release this, um, you'll be able to catch Way in Nashville, Tennessee, on December seventeenth at Old Patriot Brewery. Yeah. And then the next night, December 18th, with Tom Wopat at Nashville Palace for Cooter's Christmas Party. And uh, be on the lookout for the new album coming in 2022. If it wasn't for the Sinan, I'm excited for that. Um, so uh, with that being said, Way, uh, thank you for your time. And uh, if there's anything else you'd like to say, go for it. just want to tell everybody I love them and I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, just love yourselves, love one another, and have mm -hmm. a good time with life, man. Awesome. Good. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks again, Way, and uh, yeah, good luck with everything.